Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello, welcome to it. Is it Monday already? Oh my God, that weekend just flew by. Hello and welcome to Sports Day. Hello to all our listeners through the Resonate Radio Network. Great to have you on board. Jason Matthews here tonight. Spoke to Satsy this morning. He's uh, feeling crook. He's got, he thinks he's got influence. He's told me he's had two things. He goes, I've got COVID, Woogie. Because we're about to catch up and have a coffee. Uh, I've got COVID and now it's influenza A. So he's he's having a good old winch. He'd be the worst patient. Poor old Beck looking after Sats. He'll be back next Monday night, hopefully, if he's if he's still alive and, and all well. Welcome to the show for Kia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, great show tonight. Andrew Bobcat Ryan caught up with Sats and Rat late last year and talked about some of the great new up-and-coming players coming through the NRL season. We'll hear that chat. Got a BBL update thanks to Tui's. Just what an exciting last night that was at the at the Gabba. What a what a match we saw between the Brisbane Heat and the and the Hurricanes. Geez, that ebbed and flowed, didn't it? Absolutely did so, and came down to the final ball. Look at that game plus other stuff. But time to get some um, headlines for you. Steve Smith has put his hand up to replace Warner, having never played as an opener at the top level. Now. I think I, I think I announced this about a week or so ago that I'd heard strong rumours that Smith was going to open. Now I thought it was, I thought it was the selectors keen on Smith, but it seems like it's the other way around. I have no issue with that. Let's have a listen to what Andrew McDonald had to say about it. It's nice to have him putting his hand up. I think there's a few others that weren't putting their hand up. So, uh, so yeah, no, it's um, yeah, I, Steve, it's at, at three or four. Um, it's pretty appetising also, so you've got to make sure you're not removing the strengths of the team in, in, in the search to fill a, fill a gap also, so there's a balance within that. Yeah, so, and it's no surprise that someone could be taken from the middle order and put up as opener. It's been it's happened before. Shane Watson, Usman Kawaja uh, was a lower order batsman. There's been a hundred of them. Well, not a hundred, but there's been plenty of them over the years. Justin Langer was a middle order batsman before he became an opener. So there's no problem with him being able to switch it up. My only issue with this is, one, Steve Smith's age. He's getting on a bit. It'll probably only be a short-term remedy for the Australian cricket team. Does this just cover us for the Windies 
and also our tour of New Zealand. So we've got four tests between those two nations. Or do we stretch this to when India come out to Australia uh, next summer? So November, December, January 2024, 2025. What are your thoughts on this? It, it is, I mean, we've got, we've got Bancroft sitting there. We've got Renshaw sitting there and Harris sitting there as well. What's the reluctance to give, even Bancroft, who's in probably the best form out of those three batsmen, what, why is there reluctance just to bring him in? Because who's going to then cover for Smith? Does Green go back in? And then do we have two all-rounders in the middle order or does Green just play as a batsman? I don't know. I just, it's got me scratching my head. I, I, I You know, I've been ebbing and flowing on this myself and I, I'm, I'm starting to think Bancroft deserves a crack. But has he been forgiven for what happened in Cape Town? What are your thoughts? 0457. 736 736 possible starting 11 for the for the test against the windies which starts in adelaide on january 17 smith kawaja labashane greenhead marsh Kerry star cummins lion hazelwood if they if they do put smith up the top that's what it will be green will come back in and green will just play he won't bowl unless it's an emergency but he'll just play as a batsman and what about this big news today for the australian open rafael nadal has pulled out He's got a hip injury, which he, he sustained in the match against Jordan Thompson at the Brisbane International. So he's out, which is no good. I mean, everyone loves Rafa. Sure, it takes him three minutes to, to serve, but we love him. So then who is it? Who is it up against the Joker for the Australian Open? Yeah, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Big shock withdrawal from the Australian Open. And Sam Kerr has ruptured her ACL during a Chelsea training camp which will see the women's football superstar miss 8 to 12 months of action. Nice little break for Sam Kerr, isn't it? That's not good news for her as well and not good for the Matildas who've got some games coming up soon, including a sellout at the MCG. So we'll keep an eye on Sam Kerr. Good luck with your rehabilitation with that. We've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, when we come back, we'll get a BBL update. Thanks to Tui's. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Uh, we're about to do a BBL update for Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Jesus, a lot going on. I drink responsibly, by the way. A lot going on in the Big Bash. Some good crowds as well as uh, over the weekend. Uh, last night, the Heat remained on top of the BBL standings after a one-run DLS method win over the Hobart Hurricanes. Young gun Xavier Bartlett was solid with the ball in hand, taking three for 30. And he's also now picked himself up the golden arm. This is how that match ended. Walter bowls to the Hurricane skipper Ellis. Slower delivery. Plays it to mid-off. One run, is that out? A run out? It doesn't matter. The Heat have defended the revised title of 118 of 16 runs. They remain undefeated. That should be off 16 overs, not 16 runs here. Great game. 27,000 last night at the Gabba. And what a, what a match it was. Nearly pulled off by the Hurricanes after being at one stage Three for seven. What about on Saturday? Just a special note uh, to the Sixers. They down the Stars by seven wickets. 11 balls left to move into second spot. Although the Scorchers do have games in hand and they lost 
to uh, the strikers at Adelaide Oval on Saturday. Now, what about Linney? Oh, it was Friday, wasn't it? Linney just went nuts, 50 off 33, along with Matt Short, who was again strong, 76 from 51 to end the Scorchers unbeaten run. Now, I'll tell you what, Matt Short, for mine, should be the one-day opener uh, for Australia and also the T20 opener. It'll be interesting to see what happens there tonight. What a great game this is. The Thunder, who aren't having the greatest of seasons, will look to do something similar to what the Strikers were able to do against Perth tonight. Pending a washout, let's hope there's not one, as both sides welcome back Test Stars. How good is that? How good is that? It's great to see the Test Stars back in the teams. That's our BBL update. Thanks to Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Drink responsibly. When we come back early in the year, Sats and the Rats caught up with Andrew Bobcat Ryan, talked about some of the young guns coming through in the NRL. Nine out from the line. Andrew Ryan gets away from Hornby and puts it over the line. Oh, what a captain's try. Oh, what a captain he was also. And he did a tackle right on full time in the 2004 grand final, this man. The captain of the Bulldogs that night, which should be spoken about more, Rat, yep. on Michael Crocker. It was an amazing tackle. Well, you'd know about, you know, getting talk, tackles talked about. You've been living off one for 20 years. Oh, so he did. He's, he's played 12 <laughs> State of Origins for New South Wales. As we said, he's the premiership captain of the Bulldogs in 2004. A hell of a player and a hell of a oh, nice yeah. guy as well. And now he's the coach of the New South Wales under-19 side that plays Queensland on Thursday night. And that man is Andrew Bobcat Ryan. How are you, Bobcat? Going great, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. How are you? Yeah, well, excited, but probably good. not as excited as what you are come Thursday night. Now, we know you're a proud Dubbo boy, St. John's Dubbo boy, but I learned somewhere over the last couple of days that you spent some time at Emu Plains in Penrith. Is that is that correct? I did, yeah, yeah. A bit random, mate. Um, yeah, my brother actually signed at the Panthers when I was in high school and we moved down for a year, so... I had a year at the Mighty Emu Plains Club and then uh, moved back to the Dubbo to finish school, then sort of moved back to Sydney after that. So, yeah, got some um, yeah, some good friends and ended up sort of crossing over with Chris Levy and playing, you know, some and Grant Levy. I went to school with those boys out there and, yeah, a lot of the fellas from the, the Panthers days and Gowie and stuff over time as well, so pretty crazy. I can't believe you're allowed to play for Parramatta after reading that. <laughs> no? No, no, mate. Uh, listen, I wanted to ask you. It's a, it's a short, it's a short-term job, but but you're overseeing, you know, the, the future of the game. Um, how's the preparation been, and and what are the, the the are the players really buying into, you know, the the coaching throughout the week? Uh, they must be excited. Matty, it's unreal to be honest. You know, I'm I'm super fortunate. You know, as you said, we, it is a, a really short turnaround. We pretty much only get. A few sessions with them. It's it's like the old days of probably the eighties, you know, mm. getting the origin teams in for a few days, really. So, you know, um, they're not gonna. <laughs> might sound crazy to say, but they're, they're not gonna obviously learn anything from us in this week as far as coaching or anything uh, X's and O's and stuff like that. But hopefully, we can sort of get a tight knit unit and and get a group that wants to play for each other, um, as you both know pretty well about about the team dynamic, you know, um, that's what it's all about. So spending time together, hopefully build that connection. But, um, but yeah, everything at this stage we've asked and um, feedback, they've jumped into everything. So I, I couldn't have asked for more so far. Yeah, nice one, mate. I, I had the pleasure of actually going and talking to the Queensland under-19 side about 10 years ago, it probably was. Uh, Kurt Wrigley was the coach, next teammate of mine down there at Cronulla. He said, come in and speak to the boys. And I went in and spoke to the boys. And then after I spoke to them, 
uh, Riggles comes up to me and he goes, oh, yeah, all the boys are pretty worried, you know, there's this guy in the other, in the other team. He's, he's like the new GI, Latrell Mitchell, you know, have you heard of him? I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard that name. And, you know, we've seen him go on, obviously, to, to do great things in the game. Who are, are there any, uh, have we got the next Latrell in camp with you? Have we got, you know, any superstars that you really look at and you go, wow, they've got a huge future in the game? Probably all of them, really, but, I mean, some that really stand out. Mate, I, I hope so. I hope so. Look, there's certainly heaps of talent. You know, we've got... Um, Probably the one that you know really sticks out for me. Uh, he was in camp with us last year as a an underage player. Was Samuel Alafainu. He's he's already played NRL at Manly. Um, just a just a goer. Um, you know he he doesn't say a heap, but he showed a heap of leadership around this week as well. Uh, yeah, like I said, he's already played NRL and. And it was it was unreal to have him in the camp last year. He ended up being sort of nineteenth man last year, so he missed out on playing. But um, and then that's what we've tried to do this year. We've got a, another young guy, or a couple of young guys actually. Jermaine McEwen, who's come in from Newcastle, he's nineteenth man this year, a year young as well. So hopefully trying to give them drip feed them into it and, and keep them around um, these Blues teams. And hopefully, like we're seeing with some of the the current Origin boys playing now, that they've been through these pathways teams and they. Uh, they can genuinely see that there's an opportunity for them in the next few years. Now, Bobcat, you mentioned young Samuela uh, Fainu. Latu, his brother, is wearing the number six jersey on Thursday night. Obviously, both of them have been, have been in the news uh, relation to leaving Manly potentially and going to the, now the Dolphins. What can you tell the listeners about young Latu, the number six? Yeah, they're, they're, they're very different styles. You know, you spoke about Samuela, and I just did too. Like, he's a big, strong middle or plays edge back row. Latu, um, I, yeah, I really like him as well. Hadn't met him until sort of we got into camp together. Um, and he's, yeah, his skill set, he's, um, he doesn't say a heap around the group, but once he's out on the training paddock, he's, he's got heaps of silky skills. And, um, yeah, looking forward to getting to watch him play, actually. You know, I've obviously been able to watch him through the year um, and, and seeing what he does for club footy, but... Uh, seeing him mixing circles, and he's only young as well, and, and that's what's crazy. We've got another guy, Chevy Stewart. These guys are 18 years old, and they're playing against men in you know New South Wales Cup or, or Queensland Cup, obviously for the Queensland 19s team. So it's pretty impressive what some of these kids are doing already. Yeah. Now, when you look at the opposition, Bobcat, there's um, plenty that you would have focused on as coaches, but the number nine, Blake Moser, who. I've seen a fair bit over the years and now playing Queensland Cup for South Magpies. Is he the immediate danger, their number nine? Yeah, absolutely. He's probably the number one. You know, he was involved last year as well. So, um, yeah, he's certainly a classy player. Um, you did mention that they've got plenty as well. Uh, but we certainly need to be good. Their fullback Brown is um, he's a sensational player as well. But, but Moses probably probably the number one that, that, you know, in these types of games... You know, it's not necessarily about all the big shapes and all these plays. You need to be you need to be good in the middle of the park defensively around A's and markers and stuff. So we'll, we'll certainly need to be, be doing a good job on the week uh, on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Now, wanted to ask you about Origin, mate. Um, go back to I think 2007. It was you. You, I, I like like me. You uh, also played in a game that was you know deemed a dead rubber, um, where Queensland had won the first two games. And, and I wanted to get your Thoughts on the mindset of a player going into these clashes because it's it's a different sort of it's a different feeling. I felt like it was it was very different knowing that we weren't playing for a, for anything other than pride. Uh, how did you go into that game? Mm. 
you know, feeling and uh, given you'd lost the first two? It's an interesting one, isn't it, mate? Like, obviously, everything's about trying to win the series. Yep. Um, I guess in those moments, you, you have to just break it down and go, you know what, I'm still representing New South Wales. Like, you're, you're pulling that jersey on, um, your family and everyone and, and all the where you've come through and all the volunteers and everyone that's helped you get to that spot. Like, and at the end of the day, like, you're going in, you know, someone asked me the other day about the pressure origin. Is there less pressure in this game for the players because there's, you know, the, the series is done. Um, it's still an origin game. Um, yeah. And if you go in with a soft mentality, you're going to get you're going to get your pants pulled down. So, you know, it's the most, as you know, it's the most intense game there is. So you, you still want to go out there. You, you, you're on show. You want to, you want to, for, for me, it's about being the, being the player, you know, trying to be that teammate that everyone wants to be alongside, whether it's, whether you're 3-0 up or 2-0 up or 1-1 one, one all in the series, you just want to go out there and do whatever you can for your teammates. So um, hopefully, you know, that's the mentality. You know, obviously, Queensland have got the series in the bag this year, but it's it's about going out and showing what you can for your teammates, in my opinion. Yeah. Before we let you go, Bobcat, did the under-19 side get to do any opposed sessions against the, the main side? We did, actually. Fortunately, we were, we were lucky enough to do that on Sunday. So... Um, yeah, caught up with them over in, in Homebush there, and had we actually spent about 50 minutes doing the post session, which was which was great for us. We weren't sort of sure how long it was going to was going to go for, and yeah, it was a fantastic experience for these boys. And um, yeah, hopefully we 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 hopefully got a, <laughs> a few lessons out of it too. It wasn't it wasn't great for us. It was only our um, pretty much our second session, so we hadn't even done any sort of any team stuff at all. So it was. It was an eye-opener for a few of them, put it that way. So I, I, I love listening to young kids when they come across their heroes for the first time, and even if even if they've spent time with them at club level. But were you amongst some of the chatter amongst the young players about about playing against these guys they watch each and every? What was the what was the chatter amongst some of them? Was it about an individual player or anything in general? No, it was it was mainly just around the the size and the speed and all that stuff. Like I think they. <laughs> Yeah, I think they were caught a bit by surprise, to be honest, you know. Um, and, you know, folks, the, the, the boys are unreal. You know, guys like Fox on the way, like trying to chip up our fellas down our edge and stuff as well. So, um, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was an unreal experience all around. But, yeah, I think they were, um, yeah, I think they sort of got almost punched in the face a little bit by it. <laughs> like it was just a bit overwhelming. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was unreal. No, well, you're a good man, Bobcat, um, looking after these, these under-19s players, the future, the next-gen players. I'm sure you're excited about it, and they've got the right man looking after them as well. Andrew, Bobcat, Ryan, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, Steve. So appreciate you doing this. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, Sat's back next Monday night. This is that segment we do for Suncorp. I love this. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. Bit of rain and bit of weather around, particularly the southeast of Queensland at the moment. Humid. Oh, my God. How about this? Um, Kevin Walters has come out today and said uh, that Selwyn Cobbo will have first crack at the vacant centre spot ahead of a 20-year-old 20 20 rising star, Dean Mariner. Now, I reckon this is a stroke of genius from Kevy. 
Scott Sattler uh, mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. What do you want, Daddy? I know you're the biggest Broncos fan. What do you want? Quick. Oh, I just thought I'd come in and uh, give my two cents. What do you think? I think, I think, yes, it's a good call by coming out and saying it nice and early, giving him enough time to prepare for that. But I don't think he would have known ages ago, by the way. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's cut out for for the centre position. I think he is. You get him early ball, he'll be devastating. The key is getting him early ball. Yeah, it just I think he's a confidence player. Mm-hmm. There was that time in that Origin series. I think it was two seasons ago where he he walked out of the stadium. But isn't but isn't Origin different to club football? It is, but I, the, it's a different pressure cooker. It just seems to drop off, like from game to game. Like one week he'll have a a cracker, next week he won't be there. If he's, if, I just think if he's in the centres, he can be left out. He, he, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think uh, he'll ever be left out. I, I think, I reckon it'll be fine. I just, uh, defensively, maybe some concerns. Defensively, mm. yeah. attacking-wise, wow, what a potent back line. Mm. Who goes onto the wing? Dean Mariner? Yeah. Yeah. Or Corey Oates. Oh, yeah, depend- yeah he's only got one year left anyway. Yeah. I, I reckon I reckon it's a good decision from Kevin Waters. I mean, you've got to see how it goes. And trust me, he would have known about this months ago. Well, the comp- and he's probably been training for that position for a long time. You're right. And and the competition with Dean Mariner would be healthy for him. To yeah, true. Probably push him a little bit. I don't think that'll worry him. Mm. I don't think. I think Selwyn Cobbo's got a healthy enough ego that he won't have to worry about that. I think he'll be fine, mate. Again, you've got to get him early ball. You've got to. It's like Jack White, White in the centres for, for South. Yeah. He'll be useless unless he gets early ball. Defensively, he'll be very good. Imagine, remember when they used to give GI early ball? Oh, absolutely. It'd just be like that. So how, and and mm. Cobbo looks like GI. Yeah. He plays like a young GI. Yeah. I think, it, oh, mate, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be fine. Okay. Do you think you'll be safe at centre? What do you think? Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Are we going to have any other stories that don't involve the Broncos at any stage, do you think, Daddy, in here? Like, There's no other NRL news. It's it's uh, pretty quiet. No, it's been no arrests. What are you doing, guys? <laughs> Come on. I saw one post today. It says, um, what will be the dragon's spine? That's that's how we're going for news at the moment. I don't think they have any spine. <laughs> they don't have, yeah. That's a that's a basket case. That's a whole mm. nother show. Get your home storm season ready for some with Suncorp. Break time. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. It's been a big day in NFL, by the way. Well, a big couple of days. They had Saturday night games and they had Sunday night games today, Monday morning our time. Um, before I get into some of those results in the NFL, uh, well done to the uh, Dallas Cowboys, by the way, NFC East champions this year. Got a game at home next week. I haven't even seen who our who our competitor is or who we're fight, p- facing. But what about this? When have you jinxed something? Have you been part of a footy team that's jinxed something? Back in December, the Jacksonville Jaguars were cruising. They looked certain to make the NFL playoffs. So much so, the social media team, there's your problem number one, promoted playoff tickets via X, Twitter, on the 14th of December. Well, after losing 
28-20 today against the Tennessee Titans. The Jaguars have failed to clinch a finals berth. Are you serious? I am serious, Daddy. That what, what a jinx. What an absolute jinx that is. So they're out. Bloody social media strikes again. Some good results today. A, uh, a ripper of a game. Ripper of a game between the Dolphins and the Bills. The Bills beat the Dolphins in Miami today, 21-14. I wonder how the new Bills supporter, uh, Rat Rogers, is uh, feeling about that today. The Rams defeated the 49ers in a close game, 21-20. Do the 49ers need a – they're the NFC divisional champs, so they're, they're fine. They, they get a week off next week. But do they need a loss like that? Do they need a loss like that going into the playoffs? Um, the Chiefs sneaked past the Chargers. That was expected. What's going on here? The Eagles. Now, the Eagles at one stage, they lost today to the Giants 27-10. Yes, they did rest some players, but uh, Jalen Hurts was still playing, the, the inspirational quarterback. But they, they were at one stage during the season 10-1. and They finished the season 11-6. and some predicting they won't get past the first week of the playoffs. So, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, the Raiders down the Broncos 27-14. The Seahawks went over the Cardinals, I should say, by 1.21-20. And, of course, the match that everyone cared about. The Dallas Cowboys, my mighty Cowboys, uh, beat the Commanders 38-10 to set up their uh, home playoff. Oh, by the way, too, the Packers have snuck into the playoffs too. Got a wild card. 17-9 winners over the Bears. So, yeah, very, very good stuff. So we, we kick off the wildcard weekend next weekend, which is going to be awesome. We'll work out those games for you and we'll give them to you tomorrow. Hang on, I've got it here. We've got Cleveland Browns uh, versus the Texans in the AFC. The other game in the AFC on Saturday night, American time, Miami Dolphins versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Then on Sunday... Uh, you've got the Steelers playing the Buffaloes. You've got the Green Bay Packers uh, at the Cowboys. Now, for, for those who are Cowboys supporters, the Green Bay Packers are our bogey team. They're also Scott Sattler's team as well. And the Detroit Lions are at home to the Los Angeles Rams. And then on Monday night, US time, Philadelphia Eagles will be playing at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's your wildcard weekend uh, outlook in the NFL. Lots of stuff going. We're at the point in, of course, the uh, Super Bowl on the 12th of February. This is Sports Day. We'll take a break. Back in a moment to wrap the show up. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Improving lives through fitness. This is Sports Day. Yes! 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 Yeah. Uh, that's um, the intro for Like It or Loathe It. I've got one piece of audio I want to play for you tonight. Um, yeah, where's it gone? It's not in here. I'll have to get it for you in just a moment. But it was during the commentary of the uh, the third test at the SCG. And, and as always, the politicians are always all over it. They want to make sure that they're What's the word I'm looking for? They always want to make sure that they're relevant. Have a listen to this. Have you fancied calling a ball, Prime Minister? Oh, okay. He can't. Ha Hems are on to bowling to Mitch Marsh. Marsh is just forward, leans on it, 
goes out to third man or the point boundary for a single. Travis heads on naught after 12 balls. That's something that wouldn't be called very often. But I, I, I'm going to stay for one more ball, and he will he will do something big here. Okay, you're calling. I'm it. calling it. I've, I've got a little maybe uh, voice in his ear. What? Prime Minister, you're doing ball by ball and special comments at the same time. <laughs> well, mate, I, I, I couldn't play cricket, so <laughs> I've, I've got to make a you contribution. Watched I've watched a lot. <laughs> You've been hiding in the bushes. Hams out, left arm over the wicket to head, and head is off the mark. There you go. He didn't let me down. Thanks, Travis. It wasn't bad, was it? Like it or loathe it, I'll give it a thumbs up, even though I'm not a big fan of Albo. But I'll give it a thumbs up. Here he was with the SDN commentary team doing both the special comments and also doing uh, the ball-by-ball description. Hey, before we go, quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. No current bushfire warnings in place across Queensland. That's good news. Uh, but that doesn't mean you relax and don't have your bushfire survival plan ready to go. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, qfes.queensland.gov.au. This community update brought to you by the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Time to go back tomorrow night. Have, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the BBL action tonight, the Thunder in action, some of our test stars. We'll catch you tomorrow night. See ya. Goodbye.